Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of J. Cole's favorite football <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I love how you do that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't... Uh, oh, my gosh. J. Cole just came out with a new album. Yeah, he did last night. Or, uh, yeah, yesterday. I'm just going to say that I've never listened to a full J. Cole album before. Really? Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not as into rap as you. Like, I like rap. I think J. Cole's pretty good. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty good. good. Like, pretty good. Like, not MC Hammer good. Oh, But, no. like, he's pretty good. Not Puff Daddy good. Yeah, but, uh, not like... Come on. Like, uh, what's that guy that sings? The Snow or whatever that guy that sings the... Uh, <laughs> Informer song. I don't know. You got to look it up. It's pretty good. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you, what, what, you got anything you want to say about that? No, the Jake, Jake. Not really. Uh, we talked about a line, though. Um, yeah, he's a bit of a comedian, if I if I uh, can say that. <laughs> more and, so uh, than us. More so than us. He has a line in his song, and it says, uh, and you'll see how I flipped like exclamation points. Yeah. <laughs> That took me about 20 minutes to understand why yeah. that was clever. Oh, my goodness. Um, so let us know if you know why it's clever, because it took me a long time. I, the I flipped. I flipped. Yeah, and you'll see how I flipped, I like, flipped exclamation like exclamation points. points. Okay. Very good. Very good. Um, yeah, this is the Average Joe Football Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case this is the first time you're listening, um, we talk about football. I talk about football. Joe talks about his favorite J. Cole lyrics and stuff like that. Um, and today we're gonna we're gonna get into the NFL schedule release. The NFL released their full schedule on Wednesday. Wednesday they did. Um, so it's basically old news, but uh, we talk about it again. But we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna go through all things schedule. Talk about some of my my favorite games, some of the best primetime games. Um, talk about who got the most primetime games. Talk a little bit about Week One, uh, the opening game of the season. All that good stuff. We're also going to hit some news. Uh, we got the Colts signing a left tackle. Uh, there's a potential superstar from nine years ago back in the NFL again. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, Who is it? And all sorts of stuff. Well, Who is it? That was called a tease. You're, I'm not going to say. Oh. That was called a tease. Oh. So people stick around. Welcome to radio, my friend. <laughs> Welcome to radio. Stick around. I'll Welcome sh- to live television. Yeah, stick around friend. and I'll show you some things. Okay. okay. This is not my first time hosting. This is episode 53, baby. Wow. That's a year. Worth, that's a year and a day's... Well, sorry. Uh, you're a mess. Yeah. A year and a week. Yeah. Yeah. 53 weeks worth of episodes. That's kind of nuts. That's kind of nuts. It's kind of crazy uh, to think that we've just yeah. been doing this consistently yeah. for... So this is the finale anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, is this is our last episode. Season and series. We're finale. both going to be, be dad soon. Yeah. So uh, we like, just... Really can't do it anymore. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, um, we kind of looked ourselves in the mirror. What, what the heck was that, man? All right. Okay. I know exactly what it was. What, what happened? Exactly what happened is my wife left. Mm. Okay. She yeah. went in the car. She turned on the car. My uh, Bluetooth went off. Mm. And then she turned it off instantly because she didn't like my music. Mm. And so it just ruined the through. podcast. Yeah. Wow. Okay, let's start Maybe. from the beginning. Okay, let's start from the <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode. Now, um, of that- J. Cole. Oh, dude, J. Cole. <laughs> like, it's the first time we did it. Like it's oh, my goodness. If we, a little behind the scenes, you don't know that we actually practice our intros like five yeah. times before we do them. So I know how to react when <laughs> yeah. he says the name. Just, Joe doesn't react well. I go, nope, do it again. No, different. <laughs> nope. I want more. I want more out of you. 
Uh, give me more. Um, yeah, take from that what you will, whether it's true or not. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in again. Um, yeah, we were just talking about how crazy it was that we've been doing this for over a year. And mm-hmm. it's like I've never been able to do anything consistently in my life. But somehow this is the one thing that's I know, been, right? I think it's because you've been my rock, Joe. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> you don't um, have anything you want to say about me? or? It, uh, so basically, anyways, <laughs> like I was saying... Um, no, that's it. Uh, okay. I was just going to say that... that uh, were you surprised when we got the announcement that our stay-at-home order no, was... No, nope, <laughs> nope. I wasn't surprised. Extended. I wasn't surprised. No. Um, we had an episode a, a few weeks ago, I don't know, like two weeks ago maybe, I don't know, talking about um, like everything that's happening in, in Ontario with the yeah. COVID and stuff. And so May 19th, May 19th was our day of this, that this stay-at-home home order is going to end. But yesterday or day before yesterday... Um, boom, breaking news. Um, we're doing it till June 2nd. <laughs> we're, we're, it's been working good. We're going to yeah. keep, we're going to keep yeah. it going. Thanks, yeah. Dougie. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> could, we could do a whole nother episode of us just ranting. Yeah. Um, I wish I could just have a thing where I could just come on and say every stupid thing that comes to my head about this mm-hmm. without being judged. Um, that's for the Patreon content. Yeah, that's the Patreon content. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. But, uh, you know, you know, June second is going to come around. Canada Day is going to be in a month from then. Yeah, we'll see how that's. Going. We'll, we'll have to. We have to postpone it till then. <laughs> and then it's like summer, so it's like you don't want to let people outside because yeah. that's when it gets dangerous. Um, I already posted on my Instagram story. Um, uh, can't wait for the next extension. Yeah, uh, <laughs> wait for the next one. It's like let's just keep oh, doing man. this song and dance over and over again. Yeah. Uh, every the whole rest of the world seems to got it. You know, basically they got it figured out. You know, I feel like it's. I feel like they should just say we're gonna do a stay at home order, um, probably forever. Uh, we'll tell you when it's gonna be over <laughs> we'll instead of better. just yeah. saying like, okay, we're gonna do this for another four weeks, and then it's like three and a half weeks, and it's like. I'll give another three weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're doing a stay-at-home order. Uh, when is it over? Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're... Say, make... it'll, say it'll be forever <laughs> and then surprise us, you know? Yeah, exactly. So then we're not like... When it actually happens, we're like happy. But now yeah. we're going to be mad still because yeah. it's been the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Uh, stay yeah. the course, man. Stay the course. <laughs> Got to follow... Not even Dr. Fauci because we're not even really following him. We're not even really following the CDC at this point. We're kind of making it up as we go. Um, the rest of the world seems to get it figured out. Uh, everybody's getting their getting their vaxes. Everybody's vaxes. getting uh, yeah. getting uh, outside. The CDC says you don't have to wear masks outside anymore. That's I don't know not, what what uh, insane person in the brain was doing that in the first place. But um, sorry, what are you saying, <laughs> Joe? Um, like people, I don't know. I just think it's crazy to, the people that like you say you're not wearing a mask outside, and then some people are are out there calling you the crazy one. They're like, oh yeah, well, it's <laughs> like, oh maybe because the global pandemic. It's like okay, all right, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's a football player, Cole Beasley, for the Buffalo Bills. He was um, he was basically just questioning the vaccine, questioning if it works. Holy smokes, is he a bad guy now? <laughs> Goodness gracious. It's like you can't have questions. You can't you can't disagree with anything. Yeah. As far as the the vaccine goes or the the pandemic goes, it's mm-hmm. just like we have to trust everybody in, you know, government uh, cuz they've never done us wrong before. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not saying You're right. And I'm not saying don't get the vaccine. I don't care if you get the vaccine, if you don't get the vaccine. I will maybe get the vaccine. Who knows? Who knows? I don't really care. But if people don't want to get it, if people do want to get it, who cares? Mm-hmm. They're adult people who can make their own decisions. Yeah, that's what and, I think. And, and like, and then people are like, oh, yeah, but they're murdering people when they don't get the vaccine. <laughs> it's like, let's uh, slow down a little bit. <laughs> take a, take a step back. <laughs> we don't always have to take things to the, to the, to like the nth degree, like as far as possible. It's like when somebody disagrees with you on the Internet, they're immediately a Nazi. It's like, yeah. let's pump the brakes a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. This is not a, at all that. where I expected it to go here. Uh, Anyways, J. Cole. Uh, the off season, fire, fire, fuego, uh, uh, fire, please, uh, please. Um, uh, I'm trying to give another word for fire, but I can't. Inferno, 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 pyro, uh, pyro, technics, technics. I'm gonna cut um, all this out. <laughs> um, I hate where it went. Uh, he is also anti-mask, uh, anti-vax. Yeah. So make sure anti-vax. you guys go check him out. Yeah. Um, maybe cancel him. Uh, no, but maybe we should stop talking for a second and talk a little football. I don't know if you have anything. Yeah. Oh, before I get into football, uh, Blue Collar Media Group. I'm a part of that as well. Um, we're going to talk about the schedule today. They're uploading a lot of good stuff, a lot of good articles on bluecollarmediagroup.com as far as uh, you know, just articles regarding the schedule. I might write one myself coming up in the next few days if I, if I get the time for it. Um, I was planning on doing that. So make sure you guys go over there, check that out. Our podcast is also getting added to their website. So we're, we're part of their um, uh, network of podcasts, ton of really great podcasts. Uh, it's not on there yet. They're currently, I think their website is under construction. Uh, so as soon as that's done, our podcast is going to be uploaded on there. So that's exciting. Thank you once again to Blue Collar Media Group for uh, or allowing us to come in and, and do some exciting things. So stay tuned for that. A lot of exciting things going on there. Um, but without further ado, Joe, unless you got something else you want to talk about, why don't we hit the news? First up, in the news, we got the Indianapolis Colts signing Eric Fisher, the tackle formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs, who suffered a torn Achilles in the playoffs last year. Um, the one weak spot I thought on the, and not only I thought, obviously the Indianapolis Colts thought as well on the, on the Indianapolis Colts was, uh, that left tackle position They had Anthony Costanzo retire on them, uh, at the beginning of the, of the off season. So that, that was a, that was a burning hole. Uh, and when you had, when you have Carson Wentz who struggled tremendously, uh, behind a, a bad offensive line in Philly, uh, last season, the offensive line is extremely uh, important and Eric Fisher who knows you know when he's going to be able to play there's rumors he might not be able to play until October um, but to bring him in uh, in a, an average to above average tackle uh, bring him in uh, there's nothing wrong with that I mean he signs a he signs a, a pretty big deal actually 9.4 million dollars for one season uh, he did start 113 out of 117 games with Kansas City from 2013 2020 so he up until this he was a pretty consistent guy he was there uh, obviously this injury throws a wrench into things but this could end up being a, a solid move 
uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. It's certainly better than what they have currently at the position uh, on their roster. So, so a good signing. Uh, and like I said, the biggest concern on this team was that offensive line. So you got to do everything you can do uh, to fix that uh, and, and to not have the Carson Wentz that we saw last year um, in Philly. When, when, when things got rough, he was even rougher. I mean, he, he played horrible under pressure. Um, and I just remember being so frustrated at times uh, with Carson Wentz uh, last season. Um, so I'm hoping that I don't have to go through that again this year. And then next up in the news, we have the Chiefs trading uh, a 2022 second round, or sorry, sixth round pick to the Minnesota Vikings uh, for cornerback Mike Hughes. He's a young, I think he's 24. Uh, he's been in the league for a few years now. Just struggled with injuries. Um, we'll see how that turns out. The, the Chiefs have been aggressive as far as trades go. I, I think they've had one of the most intriguing off seasons uh, of any team in the NFL um, just just the way they fixed that offensive line, I thought was tremendous. I mean, I, I haven't even talked too much really about that, but uh, they've done so, like, the offensive line that looked like it was in shambles when they released their two starting tackles now is probably a strength on their team. They've done a really good job at fixing that. Uh, so you bring in a guy like Mike Hughes, who's got high upside, hasn't really performed um, up to that upside yet, uh, but who knows? Maybe you get the best out of him. That's also a spot of weakness for the Chiefs is that secondary. So just try to bring in as many bodies as you can and uh, try to improve that position. And then in other signings, other news, we have the the Green Bay Packers signing Blake Bortles, the quarterback formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, he also spent some time with the Los Angeles Rams, I believe with the Denver Broncos as well last year. Uh, so he's been around now. Obviously he led his uh, Jacksonville Jaguars to the AFC champ, led his also uh, a little bit strong. He was part of the AFC Championship uh, contending Jacksonville Jaguars back a couple of years ago. He's been kind of in and out of the league since then. Um, they sign him, obviously, because they're not quite sure what's going on uh, with, with Aaron Rodgers. And uh, I don't have too much to say on Blake Bortles. I mean, we know what Blake Bortles is. He's a, he's a, he's a backup quarterback. He, you know, he's, I don't know, he's not a very good quarterback. But to me, this... This just shows um, that they they don't really trust um, Jordan Love. And we've seen, and it's not just this, we've seen them come out, uh, people within the Packers organization, and say that Jordan Love has a ton of work to do uh, if he wants to be the starter uh, there in Green Bay. And that would scare me if I was a Packers fan. I mean, they, they gave up a ton uh, to go and get Aaron Rodgers. It's not just the draft picks. Like, they... Not in that sense, they didn't give up that much, but they gave up the trust of Aaron Rodgers. They ticked Aaron Rodgers off. Uh, they're in this mess because of them going out and, and and trading up for Jordan Love. And if he's not ready to go, if all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers does get traded or Aaron Rodgers does retire, that's a mess. That's a complete mess. That's going to be hard to sell to your fan base. Uh, they're a fan base that's extremely loyal, and they've always been loyal. Um, they're basically, I think. Uh, they're an organization owned by the fan base. So they're weird in that in that sense. But it's hard to sell to your fan base. If Aaron Rodgers goes and retires to host Jeopardy or whatever he's going to do, and you have the guy that you traded up for, the guy that you wanted to replace Aaron Rodgers, um, and he's not ready to play, and he's not even close to ready to play. We knew he was a developmental guy. 
But I mean, in the NFL, you can't you can't have quarterbacks sit around for that long anymore. That just doesn't work. Uh, people are ready to give up on quarterbacks right away. I mean, we have people ready to give up on on Tua Tagovailoa after one season, uh, and and you know he he's uh, he's actually shown some things uh, during his rookie season. So you can't have Jordan Love sitting on the bench and just expect the fan base to be okay with that. You can't have Blake Bortles going out and starting games when you have Jordan Love uh, there. Um, who you who you gave up so much for it and, and I remember during the draft process I actually really liked Jordan Love I, I liked his potential and I was hoping he would go to a place where he could sit you know for one or two years and if Aaron Rodgers was happy and everything was great and he came in and he played like he's done for years and Jordan Love was sitting behind him again there'd be nothing wrong I, I would find nothing wrong with him sitting there but it's the fact that Aaron Rodgers is ticked off Aaron Rodgers might get traded Aaron Rodgers might retire and now you have nothing behind him you have no plan uh really i mean i guess you have a plan but that plan is not working the way you wanted it to that that plan is going to have to come to fruition a lot sooner than you want it to um and we're going to talk about the schedule later on and the packers got a ton of primetime games so the nfl is banking on aaron Rodgers still being there and i know packers fans are banking on aaron Rodgers still being there uh, and and they better hope so because uh, Jordan Love's not ready. Blake Bortles is certainly not a guy that's going to lead you to the playoffs. Uh, so just a just a messy situation there at quarterback uh, for Green Bay. Next little bit of news. It's not really news. It's something I wanted to talk about. I saw it on Instagram, Joe. I, this is uh, I kind of want to talk to you about this. Get your opinion. Um, last year, two new stadiums opened up in the NFL um, at the worst time. Like we couldn't have fans in stadiums. So like. Los Angeles, Las Vegas, they built these massive stadiums, like just huge, like like nothing we've ever seen before. They're super cool. Um, couldn't have fans in there, so it ruined everything. So now this year, they're having kind of official stadium openings. They're going to like, it's going to be a big, exciting thing. But the Las Vegas stadium, uh, the, the Raiders, uh, they're in Las Vegas. Their stadium, um, I saw it this week, they're going to have in their end zones, they're going to have... So just pat like so there's the end zone mm-hmm. and then there's kind of like the warning track and then there's that's where the stands start right there by the end zone uh, there's gonna be um, like a club there on both sides like a like a dance or like a like there's seats so it's not like a dance club but there's basically a DJ booth there bottle service and um, and there's like people sitting there and it's just like they took pictures and it just looks like a very pretentious thing. And I don't know why, but when I saw that, it just really ticked me off. Um, that seems unnecessary. Yeah, it's uh, extremely unnecessary <laughs> to me. I just, I, I don't even, I don't know why, but it just, it just drove. I, maybe I can find the pictures because maybe that will help you get on my level. But I just, when I saw it, and maybe you'd think it's cool. I don't know. <laughs> to a certain extent, sorry, sorry, rude. Um, to a certain extent, I guess it is kind of cool. You can flip through. These are kind of. That's what it looks like. Um, that even oh my goodness! I think it, and maybe the people that they took pictures of just make it make make me more mad. But it's just I don't know. Uh, Wait, are these people fully vaccinated? I, you better hope so. Fully vaccinated club in like, Las Vegas. Seriously. Yeah, they're gonna have bottle service and two DJs. Okay. Um, it's that, just like it's just to me. It's like. 
it's like you're at a you're at a football game. Thank you. Like the good old American, like you know, America's game. game. Yeah. The good old hockey or the good old football game. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why would you? <sighs> that's what I. That's that's kind of where. I, like, I'm glad that you kind of because that's exactly the point that I want to make. Mm-hmm. It's like if you are in Las Vegas and you want to go to a club, you want to have a good time, you want to get bottle there service. There are plenty. Go to a club. <laughs> yeah. You know? And watch the game maybe yeah. on your phone. Sure, yeah. Like you like who asked for that? I know. Who asked like can we put like a like like club like to like bottle service? Like I would like to have this whole like Yeah. I would like to go to a club but I also love sports. Yeah. Um so I kind of want the best of both worlds. Like, also you don't love sports that much. Though. Yeah. If there's a if there's a football game on and you're able to go to it, and and you can't decide whether you want to go to a club or go to the football game. You don't love football that yeah. much. It's like you're just like there's people tackling each other in the background and like, you know, yeah. stuff's going on and it's like getting crazy and you're just sitting here Snapchatting, Instagramming yeah. your, your buddy drinking a bottle of champagne yeah. right out the bottle. It's, it's like a goose. Are you serious? Like, it, that's it's it's like I'm not trying to be like some traditionalist and like and like, oh, you know, football is not that serious. Okay. Like, I'm not trying to get like serious on you and be like, this is, uh, you know, this should be canceled. Like, uh, in the grand scheme of things, who cares? But mm-hmm. this is a podcast. Uh, so, so we, we talk can say about, whatever we so want. We talk about <laughs> unnecessary things. Um, and to me, I don't know. It's just like so many people um, can't go to football games yeah. that love football. Um, I've never been to a football game. I can go to a football game. It's not that I can't afford it. I've actually never been to an, a live NFL game before. Uh, and to a certain extent, I think football is mostly a TV sport. I think it's 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 much better on TV. But I definitely yeah. would still like to go at some point. Uh, maybe me and you could ju- go to a game one time, Joe. You want to pay for me? Yeah, if you're interested. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay for you. Yeah. Oh, um, well, we'll talk about the logistics. After, okay. After, um, I've never been to one, but I just imagine there's a lot of young kids. If I stuff. do go to one, I will be renting a booth, though. I will be. I absolutely will be in this yeah, club. I will buy in. Oh, but, uh, I will. No, but, you know. believe me. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, and it's the same thing like uh, with courtside seats uh, in the NBA. Like the people who get the courtside seats don't care about basketball. Mm. The people who get the, the these booth seats or whatever, whatever this garbage is, they don't care about you can Because you can afford exactly. it. Exactly. It's because you can they don't care. And maybe some of them do. Uh, and, and then, you know, some people are going to come back. But the say, thing is, imagine actually caring about football and then going to one of those booths and there's just people partying yeah. all around you. And you're like, okay, I'm trying to watch the game. Yeah. Here. It's like Derek Carr is in a two minute drill. Like he, I need him to score here. Like yeah. We're trying to make the playoffs. And these guys are, are, are drunk off their butt on Snapchat. It's, can you imagine like that's a money thing, though, too? Like, oh, 100 percent. How much it would cost. First of all, to get those booths, mm-hmm. the bottle service is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Like food at food at stadiums and, and drinks at stadiums and stuff is already you're already imagine. paying out your butt just to get a hot dog for ten bucks. Yeah. Like, really like four hundred dollars for a for a bottle. Yeah, like I can't imagine. It's just money, money, money. Yeah, man. It's just I don't know. It's just people like I don't. Know. And it's not even really for me that I'm t- just like kids that want to go to a game and like I'm so passionate to go to a game and they just can't afford it. Their parents can't afford it. Mm-hmm. And then you have these, uh, you know, freaking blue collar, not blue collar, or the other one, white, white collar. collar. Sorry, blue collar is good. Blue collar media, uh, white <laughs> collar people who don't care about sports just want to go and, and be seen out somewhere. Yeah. At like, because you better believe they're going to have these cameras right on. Oh, the, yeah. Right 100%. On the, and that's where these... like all the celebrities are going to be. Yes. Yep. 
Oh man. Yeah, Kylie Jenner's gonna rent out the entire booth for yeah. her and her friends and and they're just gonna be sitting there and drinking their Pepsis and talking about drinking their Pepsis. Yeah. Cause she had that one commercial, Pepsi commercial. That was Kendall. Which one? The police brutality one. Okay. So that, that was, I'm actually glad I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know. I kind of just guessed. <laughs> I actually don't know either. Yeah. It's probably not. It's probably like the Ramon or something. So, yeah. In the yeah. grand scheme of things, who cares about this club being there? I just, I don't know. For some reason, when I saw it, it, it gave me like a reaction. Like I wasn't yeah. expecting. I was like, this is so stupid. And it's just like a stupid gimmick. Like, let's just like, like, we're, let's just watch football, man. We mm-hmm. don't got to overcomplicate it. Um and uh, we did anyways. We talked for like 15 minutes on it. <laughs> but uh, another thing that we could talk a long time on that we probably shouldn't, Tim Tebow back in the NFL. Really? I'm not kidding. No way. I'm, not officially, but basically officially. Dude, I don't know a lot about football, but I know enough to like, wow, that's cool. Exactly. That's really cool. That's And that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly Tim Tebow right there. Nice. People that don't know anything about football or, or anything about sports know who Tim Tebow is. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. You even did the Tebowing thing, 100%. Everybody knows Tim Tebow. Uh, he signed, not officially signed, but everybody said it was official. Urban Meyer, the coach of the Jaguars, has said it's not official yet. But he apparently is going to sign a contract, a one-year contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars to be a tight end, not a quarterback, uh, but to be a pass-catching tight end. Because your boy is going to be the quarterback. What's his name? You know. You know his name. Steven Sinclair. No, so close. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Steven Sinclair. Is that a football player? No. Nope. Not as far as I know. <laughs> you have to find out who that is now. Yeah. That could be. Um, but yeah, Tim Tebow's back in the NFL. After nine years, nine years, Tim Tebow hasn't been in the NFL. Wow. Last, the last time Tim Tebow appeared in a regular season game, get this, Joe. The top-selling album um, in in the in the world. Oh shoot, I don't even know this album. It's Adele's album. Twenty one. Did you have an album? Really? Twenty one. That was yeah. a top-selling top album. Top-selling album. Yeah, you wow. know music. Vine was released. No the way. The last time Tim Tebow played an NFL game. And I was on it. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, the guy we just talked about, Stephen Sinclair. He was twelve years old last time. Oh my time. gosh! And he's like in his twenties, and he's a quarterback now of the Jacksonville. Well, he's Jaguar. twenty, not in his twenties. Okay, fair enough. He just turned twenty, like I did. Also, you're into movies. Argo won Best Picture. Uh, that Argo, year. I, I almost watched Argo last night. Yeah, almost really? Yeah. Whatever. But instead, I watched Sword Art Online. What's that? Excuse me. Nothing. Anyways, oh, anime? keep going. Uh, so, yeah, the last time he played was in 2012-2013 season. He hasn't played a regular season game since then. Uh, so that's like nine years, uh, and everybody is pissed off. Why? Because, like I, we were talking about this before the show. Maybe we talked about this on the show. I don't remember. We've talked a lot. Um, a lot of it's not going to make it into the episode. <laughs> um, but people just like to get mad about everything. Oh yeah. Um, and so every time a quarterback gets signed, that's not very good. Like Tim Tebow wasn't a very good player. He wasn't very good at, at quarterback. He's a very good athlete. He's very strong, very big, uh, fast. He just can't throw the ball very well. That's why he's not playing quarterback. He's playing tight end now. Mm-hmm. And if he would have switched to tight end, he probably would have had a job years ago. But he went to play baseball for for a long time. Uh, he's he was like a he's like a preacher. He's like you know preaching all the time. Um, and um, he also hosted like a reality show there for a while, um, which is just insane. Like somebody's got to make a movie about this guy's life. So he was <laughs> in the NFL, like the biggest thing ever. Like everybody knows Tim mm-hmm. Tebow. Like. Like he was such a big deal when he mm-hmm. was in the when he was in the NFL, 
And then all of a sudden, he just... Peyton Manning signs with De- Denver. Uh, Tim Tebow's gone. He bounced around for a little bit, gone. Goes and he plays baseball, says, I'm never playing football again. He says, people want him to change positions to play football. He's like, no, I'm playing quarterback. Goes and plays baseball for years, trying to make it. He makes it like to triple, double A, whatever it is. But he's a he's a pro baseball player. Like he's making money to play play baseball. Mm-hmm. And now he retired this year. And now he's back in the NFL again after nine years. But basically what I was saying, every time a bad quarterback gets signed somewhere, in in oftentimes if that quarterback happens to be white, we have to do this song and dance with Colin Kaepernick every single time oh. that a quarterback is signed. Uh, we have to we have to um, whine and complain that Colin Kaepernick is not on a roster. So I want to start things by saying I am not anti Colin Kaepernick. I supported Colin Kaepernick. I had a podcast when we first started this podcast that I can't. You know, I was basically saying I support everything that he. You know. Not, I support his ability to say everything that he said. Some of, the, in, for the most part, I agree with a lot of things he's saying. There's certain things where you know he gets into things that I don't totally agree with, and I'm not going to get into that on this podcast. But I support Colin Kaepernick. I support his 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 uh, uh, protest. There's, I'm not an anti Colin Kaepernick guy. However, we don't have to do this every single time somebody gets signed, and like with this Tim Tebow signing. Not everything in the world has to be such a big deal. You know what I'm saying, Joe? Mm-hmm. Like not everything that happens has to have like some sort of huge societal ramifications. Yeah. You know, it's like not we don't have to cancel something because Tim Tebow is. is some things can some, just be. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, you know? Some things can just happen. Like people are like, this is silly. It's insane that Tim Tebow's back. Yes, it is. It is silly. It's insane. That's it. We can leave it right there. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have... Tim Tebow is not a racist because he signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFL is not racist because uh, t- they signed Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars because Tim Tebow was the quarterback at f- the University of Florida when Urban Meyer, the coach of the Jaguars, was the coach there. Uh, Urban Meyer loves Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is signing with the Jaguars because he's switching to tight end. He's not a quarterback anymore. Tim Tebow is signing with the Jaguars because he is a very athletic man. Even at 33 years old, he's very athletic. Um, He is extremely strong, fast. Um, He's had experience in the NFL. He's had experience playing. People are acting like Tim Tebow getting signed before Colin Kaepernick is like them signing me to like (laughs) to like the Jaguars. Like they're just letting anybody in. Yeah, they're just letting anybody in. It's like no, (laughs) not really. Like he's. He's qualified to yeah. play in the NFL. Sure, it's nine years since the last time he played. And it's insane. It's so crazy. But like, not everything has to be such a big deal. And people are genuinely really mad and trying to make turn it into a social justice thing on Twitter. Uh, and I got to take a break from Twitter soon because I, it's <laughs> lately it's been really getting to me. But it's just like not everything has to be. It's not that deep. Mm-hmm. You know, Not everything is that deep. Not yeah. every, Almost nothing is that deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was listening to another podcast, um, and they were talking about how, um, they're talking about art, and like how people, uh, people, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when you look at art and you try to, um, like, shoot, what's the word I'm thinking about? You try to uh, visualize. visualize it, kind of, but like, it's like, interpret it. So interpret people try to art. interpret art. They're like, um, oh, maybe, you know, the Mona Lisa doesn't have eyebrows. Okay. So then people are trying to interpret that. What does that mean? Uh, what is that? And basically people are saying, maybe they just didn't have time for eyebrows. Like maybe things aren't that deep. Occam's razor. Is that what that is? Occam's razor. Maybe the most simple idea is 
Usually the most simple simple idea is the right one. The, very That's good. Occam's razor. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's what Occam's razor meant. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Like when when something when you don't know something, often the, the simplest answer is 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 yeah. the answer. It's like it's not we don't have to we don't have to dive into it. Yeah. We don't have to assume that there's some sort of um you know somebody behind the scenes pulling all the strings. Like the fact that Tim Tebow's back in the NFL does not mean that the NFL um has a problem. It has nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick. I'm not going to say that Colin Kaepernick wasn't blackballed by the NFL. You know, we can get into that at some point. And I'm sure, you know, Colin Kaepernick's uh, protests were, were a part of why he's not back in the NFL. But I'm just saying that Tim Tebow has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Tim Tebow's back in the NFL because he's an athletic person who knows Urban Meyer uh, and and who has still obviously an ability to play. And he's a great leader. I think he's going to go in. He's going to be a leader on that team. He's not going to be a a Pro Bowl tight end or anything. He probably won't even play. He might not even make the roster. Maybe he just turns into a coach. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. But like, we don't have to look into it so deep, man. It's not that deep. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say about that. It's not that deep. It's not that deep, guys. But that's going to wrap up our news. Longest news ever. I'm going to say like we do on every episode. This is going to be a long one, It's going to be a long one. It's going to be a real long one. Uh, 54 minutes, like all the rest of them. Uh, so let's jump into the schedule. The NFL officially released their schedule on the biggest season ever is what they're calling it. The biggest season ever. And I guess in reality, it is the biggest season ever because we have 17 games this season for every single team uh, for the first time ever. Uh, We're going to 17 games Uh, on Wednesday. The NFL released their first uh, the first week of the NFL uh, schedule in, in the morning and then in the in the evening. Um, released it uh, on TV shows. I don't know why they do that on TV shows. Like who, um, I don't know who's watching that. Um, You know, and maybe I have in the past, but it's like you can just as quickly go on Twitter or whatever and find all the the schedules. Whereas like it's going to take a long time on TV to get through, you know, to your team's schedule. But the first game of the NFL season uh, was the first thing announced. Uh, and the first game is going to be the Dallas Cowboys going into Tampa Bay to face the defending Super Bowl champion, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the banner raising night. Um, NFL's got to make that money. As soon as it got announced that it wouldn't be the Bills playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, in this game, I knew for a fact it would be the Dallas Cowboys because the Dallas Cowboys are the money maker. Uh, and Tom Brady, also a huge money maker. This is going to be uh, a huge game. Uh, and I'm very much looking forward to it. As, as cynical as I am, I do often li- I do like the Cowboys. I would say the Cowboys are one of my my secondary or tertiary favorite teams uh, when I'm not rooting for the Dolphins. I like the Cowboys. Uh, I fall for their trap every single year. Last year I, w- I had them going to the to the Super Bowl. Um, that didn't work out. Uh, and who knows? I'd probably buy into the hype again going into the season. But they're going to face the Buccaneers. Uh, which is a tough spot to be in uh, to face the the def- defending champs coming back with all 22 of the same starters. Um, Tom Brady's still Tom Brady. Um, they're a very good team. Uh, Dallas on paper, also a very good team. But you have Dak Prescott coming um, back from what was a brutal, brutal leg injury last year. Um, but that's exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see Dak Prescott back. I think these are two exciting teams. Whether or not the Dallas Cowboys are good this upcoming season, uh, I think they're exciting. Uh, obviously, like I said, I, I like the Cowboys. They're one of my 
my secondary team, so maybe I'm a little biased. But I like Dak Prescott. Uh, I like the Cowboys. I like their offense. Their defense is de definitely still uh, suspect. But I, th I think this could be a fun matchup. I'm I, th I think, you know, if I'm betting, which I'm not, but if I'm betting, I I'm, I'm putting my money on the Buccaneers. Uh, but the, definitely, you know, couldn't have asked for a much better game to start off the NFL season. Uh, if you're talking viewership-wise and game-wise, I mean, the Bills probably would have been the best uh, just as far as competition-wise. I think that would have been the best competition. And having Tom Brady face against the Bills, the team that he destroyed so heavily for like 20 years uh, in the AFC East. Um, but not a bad game to start things off. And then going through the week one schedule, we won't go through every single week. That would be just horrible and painstaking. But but the week one schedule, we'll go through every one of those games. Uh, the one o'clock games, we have Seattle versus Indianapolis. That's a fun game. Uh, Russell Wilson looks like he's going to be back. Carson Wentz playing his first uh, NFL, game, uh, NFL game with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, two teams that uh, I think are, are boomer bust. Uh, Seattle maybe more so than Indianapolis. I think Indianapolis, uh, they're bringing back a lot of the same team that they had last year. They basically just need uh, Carson Wentz to be as good, if not better, than, than Phillip Rivers was. They're hoping he's better than Phillip Rivers was last year. Uh, but we just don't know. Uh, and Russell Wilson, maybe he's going to be motivated. Who knows? Maybe Russell Wilson's going to come this season uh, and have that, that, that uh, Aaron Rodgers motivation. We're going to see in week one, he started off last season really hot. Uh, and the next game, we have Jacksonville versus Houston. Um, that's Trevor Lawrence's debut. Maybe Tim Tebow's debut. Who knows? Uh, maybe he will have already been canceled by then. But then we have Philadelphia at Atlanta. That's um, Kyle Pitts playing his first NFL game against a team that he rooted for uh, his whole life as, as a child. He's from Philly. Uh, we get to see Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. That's a that's a fun. All these games are fun. I mean, the, I just want the NFL back. The NFL needs to come back. So all these games are fun to me. Uh, we have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Washington Football Team. Uh, that's a tough matchup there for Justin Herbert uh, against an a, an incredible defense. So we'll see. You know what he's if if he comes out and he torches this defense. Uh, I think Washington might have the best defense in the NFL going to next season. Uh, up there with like Pittsburgh. If he comes out week one, torches this defense. I mean, he's going to be a problem uh, next year and for his whole career. And then we have Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. Um, that's a that's an intriguing game there at 1 o'clock. I'm surprised they put that at 1 o'clock. Uh, but then San Francisco at Detroit. San Francisco gets a nice, easy matchup there, whether it's Trey Lance or Mac Jones starting for them. Uh, and then Minnesota versus Cincinnati. Um, Joe Burrow's back. Uh, that That's fun. Um Minnesota is one of my one of my favorite teams to watch other than Kirk Cousins. Uh, I, I like all the weapons that they have there um, on that offense. That could be fun. The New York Jets at Carolina Panthers. We have Sam Darnold right away playing against his former team. That's a fun little one that they snuck in at 1 o'clock. And then Arizona at Tennessee, the final 1 o'clock game. Kyler Murray versus Ryan Tannehill. Um, intriguing matchup there of, of two teams that are kind of fringe teams. Tennessee more so uh, competitive the last few years, obviously, than Arizona. But Arizona, I think, could be a team right there on the edge of playoff contention. And then we move over to the 4 o'clock, the 425 games. The first game we have is Denver versus the New York Giants. You got to hope if you're the New York Giants, you go out and beat Denver. Uh, and, and the same for Denver. You got to hope that you go out and beat uh, New York week one. Um, 
but that, that's an intriguing matchup. Daniel Jones versus maybe Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. Not sure there. Uh, and then Miami at New England. I feel like they schedule this game every single year in week uh, week one. Uh, and it's always in New England. Miami can never get that home game uh, to start things off. But, you know, Miami versus New England, just like last year. Hopefully my Dolphins fare better than they did uh, last year in week one. Uh, Cleveland at Kansas City at 425. That is um, a good game. To start things off, I mean, Cleveland at Kansas City, that's that's a, a rematch of that fantastic divisional round uh, matchup from the playoffs last year. And then Green Bay at New Orleans, another um, that's another one. I'm uh, Both Cleveland uh, at Kansas City, Green Bay at New Orleans, I'm surprised they put those at 425. But then when you see the, 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 the primetime games, you kind of understand uh, why they did that. The first Sunday night game, uh, the first primetime game, uh, other than the, the Thursday night opener, um, is is Chicago, uh, the Chicago Bears, hopefully with Justin Fields. That would be exciting uh, versus the Los Angeles Rams with Matthew Stafford opening up that stadium officially. Now, we talked about that um, earlier on the podcast. The NFL is going to want to open up these stadiums in a big way because they couldn't do it last year. So to have Chicago, hopefully with Justin Fields come in uh, and, and play Matthew Stafford with with his new team. I'm so excited. There's there's so there's so many teams I'm so excited to 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 see. And Matthew Stafford uh, and the Rams are are one of the teams. Other than their hideous, disgusting uniforms, um, I'm excited to see what they do this year. And then on Monday night football, the first Monday night football game, we have Baltimore going into Las Vegas to open up those DJ booths there in Las Vegas. We have Joe's Baltimore Ravens, the Lamar Jackson led action Jackson led Ravens going into Las Vegas. Uh, and hopefully scoring some touchdowns in front of those DJ booths. Uh, another stadium opening. These stadiums are incredible too. I, I can't wait to see them full of full of um, people, even if some of them are in in bottle service seats. And then on to some other notable games. The first Thursday night game, other than um, the opening game, obviously the, the opening game is a, is technically on Thursday night, but it's not technically a Thursday night football game. Uh, the first Thursday night football game is the Giants at the Washington football team. Um, so uh, got to get the NFC East. That's that's how you make all that money in the NFL. Christmas Day games. We have a couple of Christmas Day games this year again, and they're, they're good ones. Uh, the first one, 4.30, we have Browns at Packers. That is, if hopefully Aaron Rodgers is there, if you're Packers fans. Hopefully, if you're the NFL, Aaron Rodgers is there, and you have him facing off against uh, the Browns. These two teams... You know, if Aaron Rodgers is back, I think they're going to be championship contenders. Uh, the Browns, are, I'm so intrigued to watch them this upcoming season. Uh, and then you have the, the late game there on Christmas Day is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Arizona Cardinals. Another uh, two teams, I think, that are so intriguing. I don't know enough about them. Um, it's excited to see what they do. By this point, you know, we'll know who they are. Uh, and hopefully they're both really good. Joe just smacked his head right off the mic. <laughs> Get your stuff together, man. Um, and then we have London games, uh, games in London, England. Um, we didn't have them last year because of COVID. And a lot of people are very cynical about London games. Uh, I understand like you hate London. You hate your team going over London because it's like, that's a long flight and stuff. You have to understand like, oh, obviously most fans of the NFL are from the United States of America. Um, you have to understand there's fans outside of the United States of America. And I say this as a fan of the NFL that's from, uh, Canada. Uh, we don't get games up here anymore. So like it, it's a big deal to have NFL games like in, in, in Europe. 
Uh, they they hardly ever get games. They get more games in Canada now. Uh, but I think it's good for the NFL to expand like this uh, into into different countries. I wish they would expand it more than just England uh, and not go to Mexico, but instead go to Canada um, or and go to uh, you know places like like uh, I don't know just other places. I think would would love to have to have NFL games. So like maybe don't be so cynical because there's other people outside of your own that like to watch um, NFL games. And then um, the the games that are happening this year in London, the first one is week five, uh, su- Sunday, October 10th, the New York Jets and Zach Wilson um, facing the Atlanta Falcons. So there's an interesting matchup. There's Kyle Pitts again uh, in a big spot against, uh, against Zach Wilson. Uh, that's intriguing. Uh, and then October 17th, the very next week, week six, we have the Miami Dolphins versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars always get uh, their games in London. Um, Joe, you good? You have anything you want to speak for yourself? You're making so much noise over there. Sorry. <laughs> it's like you can just leave the room when I'm talking. About I know, <laughs> and I should, <laughs> I think now. I'm just kidding. It's just your mess, man. Yeah. Goodness gracious. The, the, the Dolphins going into Jacksonville though there with that second London game and then some of uh, the best games some of the best primetime games I might be writing an article ranking some of the best primetime games so stay tuned for that on bluecollarmg.com um, some of the best primetime games I went through and I looked uh, at some notable games some that I uh, that stuck out to me um, first one up week five Bills versus Chiefs um, this is a rematch, obviously, of the AFC Championship game. I think it's going to be a barometer to see where the Bills are at. If they were just a one-year wonder last year, or if they're they're really a, you know a contender for years to come, uh, you would guess. Obviously, now that they're going to be that contender, uh, and I think the NFL is hoping uh, that they're going to be that that contender, um, and they're going to have a chance early on to face to face the the Kansas City Chiefs. And I have no doubt in my mind the Chiefs are going to be back. Uh, they're going to be probably Super Bowl contenders. They might, they'll probably make it to the Super Bowl again. Honestly, I, th- I think they're they're the best team in the AFC. Uh, so that that's a that's a barometer. That's a Sunday night football game uh, there in Week Five, and then Week Two, uh, moving back a little bit, we have the Chiefs versus Ravens. Uh, can Lamar finally take down Mahomes? He he cannot beat uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. We saw last year. Uh, I I locked that game in. I ended up having to drink an egg because the Ravens lost. Uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs every year it seems like in week two week three we have the Ravens versus Chiefs and every year uh, we leave with questions about Lamar Jackson with questions about uh, the Baltimore Ravens can they finally get over that hump this year they're in week two and then week four there's also a game that stuck out to me uh, on Thursday night football that last game was also a Sunday night football game Thursday night football um, the Jaguars versus the Bengals I think this is an interesting game. We have the last two number one picks uh, at quarterback on both of these teams. Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow. They faced off in the national championship just a couple years ago. Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow uh, got the best of Trevor Lawrence then. I think these are two very intriguing, interesting um, quarterbacks. I'm excited to watch them play. I'm really excited to see what Trevor Lawrence has got. Um, see how much of an impact he can really make on that team that still has a lot of holes. And then week 12... We have the Browns at the Ravens on Sunday Night Football. Uh, this one stuck out because it's it's a rematch. Obviously, they play each other twice every year, but it's a rematch of that incredible um, game we had last year, 47-42 um, epic game 
that that these two had um, when when Lamar Jackson had to leave because it looked like he pooped himself, and then he came back, won the game, kept them in playoff contention. So th- th- that should be an extremely entertaining game. Can't wait to watch that game. And then finally, uh, as far as the primetime game goes, the best primetime game we've had maybe ever. Uh, definitely in the last few years. Definitely this season. Uh, Sunday Night Football, October 3rd, Week 4. The Buccaneers, the champion Buccaneers, go into New England to play the New England Patriots. Tom Brady returns to Boston to play his former team, the team that he won six championships with. Uh, I'm so excited for this game, and I'm so glad they did it early on in the season so Tom Brady hopefully won't be injured or anything. Not that Tom Brady has really ever been all that injured in his career. He had the one season where he missed a whole season. But other than that, uh, he's been he's been quite healthy. Uh, and I hope everybody's healthy. I hope New England has their quarterback situation figured out. And we just get Tom Brady, uh, the ultimate revenge game, going into uh, New England to face that team, face Bill Belichick, um, let him know, hey, you made a mistake by letting me go. Uh, if, if As if Bill Belichick didn't already know that uh, by Tom Brady winning the freaking Super Bowl last year. But this is... This is the game that should be circled on every football fan's calendar. If you are not excited for this game, you don't like football. I mean, this this is this is the game. This is the marquee matchup. And I just hope that there's no injuries or anything that's going to get in the way of this of this game because this is going to be a classic. Um, no matter which way it goes, you know that the fans there in New England are going to love having Brady back. Uh, I don't think there'll be any booing or anything of that sort because of how much Tom Brady has done for that team. I think it's going to be an emotional night uh, for Tom Brady. He's probably going to you know, get a little emotional. They're going to have a tribute video for him and all that. Uh, but man, this is just getting me so juiced to watch football. I just want to watch football, but we're still still four months away from that being a thing. So we got to pace ourselves a little bit. But then you know, go, going off that into more revenge games, we I, I, I jotted down some some notable revenge games this season. We talked about Sam Darnold facing the Jets in week one of the NFL season. Um, that's interesting. Uh, Sam Darnold is another guy that there's so many questions around. People just assuming that he's just going to improve there uh, in Carolina. We'll see. Uh, and we'll have a chance to see against his former team, a, a defense that's not very good. So maybe he you know, he gets a decent, decent game in right off the bat. And then sticking with the Panthers, we got Cam Newton coming back uh, to uh, Carolina in week nine. Who knows? Maybe Mac Jones is starting by that point already. I would guess that that Cam Newton's going to be the starter at the beginning of the season. Who knows? If he doesn't play well, maybe Mac Jones is starting by week nine. But if not, we're going to see Cam Newton go into Carolina, face the team that he took to a Super Bowl. He won an MVP with. Uh, I bet you they're going to love having him back. I mean, uh, Carolina loves Cam Newton. And then Jameis Winston, if he's starting for the New Orleans Saints, which I would guess he's going to be the starter, but if he's starting, him playing the Buccaneers uh, in week eight, that's another interesting uh, revenge game there. And then J.J. Watt and, and DeAndre Hopkins facing Houston in week seven. And then Jared Goff facing the Rams in week seven. Uh, now, Jared, it's not really a fair fight. Jared Goff doesn't have a whole lot to work with uh, to fight off his former team. But there's, there's a couple of interesting revenge games there. Uh, and then we look at strength of schedule. Uh, this is always a big deal. And in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really mean a whole lot because we don't know how good these teams will be. This is just based off how teams were last year. Uh, and they tally it up. Uh, they take a record. 
uh, of that. And so the team with the, the toughest strength of schedule is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and that's tough. That's tough. Uh, the Steelers, I think, Steelers could really be in for it this year. Um, and maybe they'll prove me wrong like they always do and they'll have a winning season uh, and they'll, you know, they'll make it to the divisional round or the, or the championship game. Um, but I don't know if Big Ben has not improved tremendously from where he was last year. It could be a rough, rough go for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then sticking in the state of Pennsylvania, the team with the easiest schedule this year is the Philadelphia Eagles. So my buddy, good buddy, Joel, our good buddy, Joel, his Philadelphia Eagles in full on rebuild. They get a, a nice easy schedule that might not help them get the first overall pick uh, in next year's draft. And then finally, before we wrap things up, I just want to go over the primetime tallies. Who got the most primetime games? Who got the least primetime games? This always shows what the NFL really thinks about this team, about your team. Are they marketable? Are they going to be good? Are they interesting? Uh, this year, every single NFL team got at least one primetime game. That doesn't always happen, but this year, uh, everybody got a primetime game. Uh, there's 10 teams with five primetime games this year. Uh, and a lot of it is the usual su suspects. We got uh, Kansas City, obviously. Uh, they get five. That makes sense. They're the best team in the NFL, uh, along with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who also uh, one of the best teams in the NFL, get five primetime games. Uh, then we have uh, Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, very marketable. He gets five primetime games. And then there's a few interesting ones, like Green Bay. You're really banking on Aaron Rodgers being there. Uh, New Orleans, that is extremely interesting uh, because we don't know what they're going to be with, with Jameis Winston or maybe Taysom Hill if he's starting. But they get five primetime games to really prove themselves. Dallas, uh, you know, a lot of these teams, uh, people will come out and say, oh, they, they got to prove they're ready for primetime. You got to prove that you're ready for primetime. A team like uh, Miami, a team like, uh, you know, um, Buffalo. They got to prove that they're ready for prime time. Dallas never has to prove anything that they're ready for prime time. Dallas just gets prime time every year. They're like the Lakers of the NFL. Um, and that, that annoys me a little bit. They, you know, they ha what have they proved really to show that they're ready for prime time uh, for five prime time games? I'm not saying, you know, getting a few prime time games is fine, but five prime time games seems like, you know, what have they done to prove that they're ready for that? And same goes for, you know, a team like like San Francisco. They get five primetime games. They were really bad last year. And, you know, we're just going to assume they're back again with with um, Trey Lance or or maybe Jimmy Garoppolo still starting. Uh, the Rams also get five. Um, Pittsburgh gets five. That is another risk they're taking. And then Seattle gets five. Uh, Russell Wilson looking like he's going to be back. And then four, five teams get four primetime games. Chicago, Minnesota, Las Vegas, Indianapolis, and Buffalo. Buffalo getting snubbed. I mean, they're one of the best teams in the NFL last year, going into this year. Uh, and then there's teams like Dallas that get more. Uh, there's teams like San Francisco. They get more primetime games. That's a little annoying if you're a Buffalo Bills fan. They probably deserve to be in more primetime games. Um, a team like Chicago, they always get endless primetime games. Hopefully, um, Justin Fields is starting those games. That'll make it a little bit more interesting. And then seven teams get three primetime games. The Giants, Patriots, uh, Chargers, Titans, Browns, Cardinals, and Washington football team. Surprise the Browns didn't get more. I would like to see the Browns get a little bit more than three, maybe up, up closer to those top tier teams. And then two teams, 
get two games, the Eagles and the Dolphins. Like I said, the Dolphins apparently have to prove themselves, even though they were 10-6 uh, last year. Um, and they you'd think they would be better this year, but who knows? Uh, they have the same as a team that's completely rebuilding in Philadelphia. And then one game for eight teams, the Jets, Lions, Jaguars, Bengals, Texans, Panthers, Broncos, and Falcons all get one primetime game. Uh, those are the teams that, uh, sorry, you're not that interesting to the NFL. I'm not going to say you're not interesting to me, but those are the primetime game tallies. And that's the NFL schedule. Um, like I said, stay tuned to bluecollarmg.com for articles about that. I uh, hope you guys took something away from this. The NFL is um, coming, whether whether you like it or not. I mean, it's still as far away. Uh, we're still like just under four months away from the start of the NFL season. So we got to pace ourselves. We've got a long way to go. going to be a ton of fun content uh, on this podcast. I'm going to be writing articles. Make sure you follow us on social media at underscore average Joe show. Um, give us a five-star rating, five-star review. Make sure you subscribe and share this podcast. It helps us so much. Uh, makes it feel like our our you know our work is worth something. Um, but you know, uh, Joe, I don't know if you have anything you want to say before we close up the show. You're very much shaking your head no. So I'm going to assume that that means no. Um, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will catch you guys on the next one. <laughs>